When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, 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 no one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the mic. Let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. Hey, what's up? Welcome to a Saturday double banger episode of BetQL Picking Fatties. It's Saturday, July 9th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Fish and Skippy from D.C. and Colorado. What up, DB up in Jersey? Download, subscribers, what we need. Tweet us at Picking Fatties. And... I hope you're riding this train that we're on 14 and six in my last 20. I'm the hottest in the country. And my two fatties were were winners in the second inning of both their games last night. So much Uh, love you're getting. So much love. 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 It's like a love love fest. I love it. 21 and 11 in our last 32, which is very good. Mm -hmm. So it's funny. We've gone up. And then we, because I started off 15 and five, a lot of love I was getting. Now everyone has just jumped off my train and they're jumping on the Bishop train. Cause I, Correct. it's almost like you're doing this show by yourself. If you, now I happen to just take a quick peek at Twitter, but I didn't do it because you're, you're obviously taking that over and been, cause people, and all of the love is about you now. It's I just was tweeting love. everybody like, yesterday, yeah. tweeting back and forth. I was doing yeah, it and, but, it, but it's like they, it's like I don't exist anymore. Well, that's fine. I That's fine, just, but in two <laughs> weeks you'll be hot and I'll be cold and it'll be a flip flop. I love it though. Good run you're on though. Those two games, I tell you what, one team before we forget too, we have to mention they're 14 and three in their last 17. They're only two back of the wild card, nine and one in their last 10 people. Mariners, hot, hot, hot in Seattle, playing good baseball. Starting rotations, awesome. They got Robbie Ray going tonight against Manoa. Um, and they're just scoring runs, and they're not allowing a lot of runs. Toronto's fading like the sun. So is Boston in the East, by the way. They've lost four straight. Pummeled 12-5 yesterday but at home. Bit, I know we say we go through these in, in baseball, though. Like, it is such a long season. You Like, right now, the Orioles are – they can't lose. All they do right. is win. And then you'll look up, you'll look up in, in, in middle of August and you'll say, wow, the Orioles were only three games back. I mean, if you're an Oriole fan right now, you're grasping at a wild card right now. I mean, it's, they're only three, how many wild card teams do they take? Two or three, 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 three. And right now all three of the wild cards are in the East. So Tampa, Boston, Toronto, but I don't think that's going to happen when we get to playoff time. I think one of those other two, two teams, either, um, either Seattle. Seattle or maybe, I don't know. Cleveland's got to start getting hot. You'll yeah, probably get you'll terrible. probably get two from the East, and maybe you'll get Seattle the way they're playing. You, you know? might get Seattle, or but like I said, it's such a we're, we're not even to the All Star break yet. So once we get to the All Star break, you get into mid August, and then you start to look because it, you know, also Texas is around Texas, Seattle, Baltimore right now are kind of in the mix in the wild card. The problem with Baltimore is they're playing in the toughest division, so it's going to be hard for for them to leapfrog those teams. If they were in the central, they'd probably be, I don't know, two and a half back of the twins, three back of the twins, something like that. I'll, I'll tell you this though. How about they the are, Yankees have opened up a 15 and a half game lead and we're not even to the all-star break yet? 
Well, and how about the Astros or third? I mean, it's like those divisions short of the most epic collapse that we ever. can think about. Yeah. Right. Almost ever. Won't happen. For those two. And that's the thing about baseball that I don't like. It's like at least very rarely in football, is it just over, you know, mm-hmm. this early halfway through the year, it's like, it's game over. I mean, those two divisions are finished. Toasty. Oh, they're done. And the Dodgers are going to run away with the West and the NL. So those three divisions are. are cooked. Those um, three divisions are cooked, but back to you for a second, <clears> 14 <throat> and six. And really you've had quite a few plus money. Now the Braves weren't, but last night, you're over nine in the Yankees. It's funny. I looked at one point the live total on that game, 16 and 16 <laughs> and a half. And it hit, it did ended up hitting, but, um, and then the Braves well, they had seven, didn't they have seven in the first inning? Except they had seven in the first inning, right? It was five, two in the first and the Braves, the, first. the Braves were up six, nothing in the second. Uh, actually it was four, two in the first in the Yankee game. So I had six runs. Then I got seven in the top of the second. That game was over. And then the Braves, like you said, the Nats have just died. They just don't care. Um, and the Braves have won. How about this? The Braves have won 25 of their last 32. So they're 25 and 7 in the last 32 games. Unbelievable. And they still can't catch the Mets, who lost last night, by the way. But sorry, DB. I think that the I think the Braves will end up, like I said a few weeks back, catching the Mets. But I? I think the, I think those are. The t- I just think the Braves. Everyone, you know, because early in the year they started off so badly, and again, baseball so long it means nothing what a team does in April or even early May. But now they're playing like the Braves. That I'm just saying, I will not be surprised if they're in it at the end again. It's a good ball team. They know how to win, and their well, pitching's real. Their starting pitching's good. Yeah, and they got to get Soroka back. I think he's pretty close to coming back. And then, uh, but the Mets will have obviously they got. Max back and they'll get DeGrom back pretty soon because he and his last one apparently he said he felt pretty good. So if they get DeGrom and Max healthy for the rest of the year, could be a different story, but we'll see. Uh I would agree with that. Yeah, obviously I would totally agree with that with with uh but I just think it's I think it's gonna come down to those two teams. I think obviously the Marlins are gonna fade, Nationals no shot. And I think the Phillies will fade as we go. I'll tell you what, there's there's three or four teams that you just have to fade the rest of the year because they're just giving up. They're just not good, and they're giving up. One's Washington. Um, Chicago's another one. Oakland's another one. And Detroit. So and, and here's another team. The Angels. Oh. I mean, come on, They bro. can't win. You, you've been talking about that they since were, They were 24 and 13 at one point. Now they're 38 and 47. So that's 14 and 34 in their last almost 50 games. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That's insane. All right. So a lot of baseball to talk about, and we'll get to that. Um, So we did the Chargers yesterday. And who else did we do yesterday? Win totals and previews. Denver. Oh, we did Denver. That's right. So we'll hit Kansas City and the Raiders right now. Kansas City is at 10 and a half. Is there an updated number? Hold on, let me bring that up. Ten and a half. Uh, Raiders are at eight and a half. So Kansas City, obviously the big story with them in the offseason was losing Tyree Kill. And we um, we talked about them a couple days ago. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Um, you know, Mahomes, 
obviously when you have him, you're going to score a lot of points. But I think losing Tyreek Hill's big. Well, I think it's big too. But like your boy Will Brinson said, Andy Reid, I think he's only not hit his win total at Kansas City. I, th- I don't know if he said he pushed it last year or he didn't hit it last year. But I think last year it was 11 and a half. But I think the loss of Tyreek, yes, I think it's big. But I also think that Kansas City, and and maybe maybe they're not. I don't know. I just think they're going to figure some things out. Definitely going to be a very motivated team. I mean, they just they had that that game completely in hand last year, and then it was just like you. I couldn't believe I was watching. I I was actually lit. I was I up in this. Was I here when I might have been here coming home from here? I was actually here and got home from the mountains. And where's here? up there in key up here in Keystone at the same place. Keystone, right. Keystone. Yeah. Right. And and when I got home, it was the AFC championship game. And I couldn't believe I just couldn't believe what I was watching. I thought that game was completely over. And then the Bengals did what they did. Right. But that was I shocking. Think, it was shocking. It, it, it was shocking how bad Mahomes played in the game. It was awful. Well, Especially the and, second half. And and yeah, where was yeah, because at halftime they were taking care of business. And where was Tyreek Hill in the second half? And where was Kelsey? Now, I think they're going to rely, you know, that they have that kid. He's a speedster from Oregon. And they're also, you know, are they going to, they didn't really upgrade at the wide receiver position, right? They draft. Well, they got Scantling from Green Bay and then they got Juju know, from Pittsburgh. They got, they have Juju. I don't look at Juju e- even close to the speed. No, and he's not, no. you know, he's not a Tyreek Hill speed wise, nope. but. Is Juju a number one? I don't know. Isn't is Hardman a number? Is it Hardman? The other one? Hard, Hardman's there. Scantling and Juju. I guess they're top three. And then they drafted the kid Sky Moore. But I don't know. I, I just think it's a big drop off. Well, and it's going to be a brutal division for them. So ten and a half. I mean, this could be his second back. I mean, ten and seven. I I have a hard time thinking that Kansas City's not going to make the playoffs. And a lot yeah. of it's going to depend on if what defense shows up. Does the defense like that played really well during the season? At times, or does the uh, does the defense that played against the Buffalo Bills in the in the second half of that game where they got lucky to win, and then the second half against the Bengals show up because that defense was not very good. Think about their schedule before their bye week, which is week eight. All right, this is their first seven games: at Arizona, Chargers, at Indy, at Tampa, Raiders, Buffalo, at San Francisco. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, that's, that's brutal. brutal. That is brutal. And then they still but, have to play they still have to play the Rams. They play at Cincy. I mean, <laughs> they've got a brutal I, schedule, man. They do and we but we like we've said we look at schedules early and you're like, "Jesus, flip that." I I guess I would I would be hard pressed to say I love the 10 and a half. I could also see people going under that and you could almost feel okay cuz that's not an easy schedule. Assuming that everyone in their division stays healthy, like you say, I mean that's six games that are going to be tough. Yeah, I I would probably lean under that, but uh, yeah, I would know, agree with that. But just based on the I'd schedule, lean under. Schedule, schedule looks. I'd lean good. under. I'd lean under on that. All right, that's a so schedule. the rate we'll move to the Raiders real quick before we get to picks. Raiders are at eight and a half. Seems like kind of a low number. Well, but- I think it's low, man. I mean, you pick up, you pick up. Probably the is he not the best receiver? I mean, again, I guess we'll find out if he's the best receiver in football. Right. He certainly has been right up there, but if that's playing with Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams, of course, he's reunited with Carr from Fresno, Fresno. State, where, where they were right. very good. 
right. I would leave, I would go over on because if, if you go under that, so you're thinking the Raiders are going to go eight and nine this year. Well, here's my know. here's my only question. Remember, they got a new coach, Josh McDaniels. All right, I so they got a whole they got a whole new staff. I don't know. I mean, it's not like Josh McDaniels was scary talent or scary successful at Denver. But you, but here's the thing about that. I'll, I will, I'll take up for him. How many years was he in Denver? Was it like a Very year and short, a, half, a year and a half, maybe two. But you're talking about it was a long time ago. He was a cocky young kid at the time. Okay, I think he's learned because that was a lot. That was a while ago when he coached at Denver, and it was a, just a disaster. In fact, it was so long ago, I almost don't even remember it. Really, that's how bad his experience. It was just an awful experience, and everyone thought he was going to be great. You were but in think, Denver at the time, right? Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. But so that I was think, 2009, 2010. So he got fired uh, 12 games into the 2010 season. Right. Well, he the players absolutely loathed him. He was he tried to be a young Bill Belichick who had won not you know at the time McDaniel. I mean McDaniel wasn't a head coach, and he tried to be. Uh, like a, a dictator and it just, it just went very poorly for, I think he's learned a lot. You're talking about 13, 14 years ago, by the time he coaches this year, I think, uh, I think he'll do a lot better. That's just my, I think he, I think he's even admitted he was an asshole back then and it didn't work. And that doesn't work in the pros. It just doesn't work. Well, they've got some talent offensively. Now that you mentioned bringing in Devante huge, they've huge. got Hunter, they got Hunter Renfro who had over a hundred catches. So underrated. So good, I mean, right? he's just another version of the kid from the Rams, Cooper. Cooper, right? I mean, he's not as good, he's not as fast or as explosive, but he's he's darn he's a he's a he's a poor man's Cooper. I mean, he's really good. His route running is silly. Great hands. He had over 100 catches. Now he moves to the number two because Devontae is obviously going to get a bunch of catches. Of so they've got Josh Jacobs. They've got Kenyon Drake. They got good. I think that's backs. a. I think I'm playing that over if I play that. I, I like that number. Now, nine and a half, I would have been like, okay, but you can't see the Raiders at nine and eight. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, first first month is Chargers on the road, Cardinals at home, at Titans, Broncos at home, and then they got to go to Kansas City. So, um, you know, brutal schedule because you're playing AFC West twice, but we'll correct. see. I think, I think nine wins is gettable. All right, time for picks. Oh, by the way, real quick, just want to give you an updated number on the uh, – Wimbledon men's final tomorrow, which of course is Joker and Kyrgios. Um, I don't know what you think about this. Djokovic is minus 400 on the money line, minus four and a half on the game line. 39 and a, 39 and a half on the total. What do you think about that? I think that that goes over the 39 because it's a five setter. Can't you see a couple tires? I mean, his serve is not easy to break, especially on grass. I mean, it's, it's one thing on even the hard serves, but on grass, man, if he's if he's hitting it right, have you ever played on grass? I have ever maybe once. One I played. Time I've ago. played a, it. Was, it's wild, man. It's just it's just it's a real quick. It, you know, it kind of skips off it if you hit it right on the line. I mean, so um, you and I, I used know. to play tennis all the time. By the way. Back in the oh, day, dude, you were actually way better than people give you credit for. I had no backhand, I had great forehand, but you would, yeah, you would pummel me. Well, but you, you were, were great at the net. <clears throat> oh, it was like, it was like a, it was like I was Edward, I was Edward Scissorhands. You, you were Johnny Mac at the net. I, I was a little bit of Mac, but I was a little <laughs> bit of Edwards. I mean, the hands were ever, you were like, how many hands does this guy have? But with Gert, with Curios, I think, uh, yeah, I would go over the 39. I think you're going to see uh, 
at least even if you go four sets, if you think about it, you get two tiebreakers in there, which you could see. Mm-hmm. That's 26 games right there. So if you do go five, I think it's going to be 400. I got to be honest with you. That's a big number, 400. to. I mean, that's worth a dabbling if you're betting tennis to take Curios on that. Plus 320 if you like. And Kyrgios. they, by the way, they hate each other. Oh, I yeah. mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's well, everyone hates it. Curios. Everyone hates but, he, but these two really do. Yeah, they, I'm sure they've got a history. So, by the way, that starts at your time. I believe that starts at 7 a.m. So you might want to get up early tomorrow and watch it. Watch a little bit. Well, of that. I'll be up because we're going to do the show early anyway. Correct. All right, let's get through our picks. You want to I'll start? Go for, or you want I'll the hottest, for, hottest no, handicapper in the country to start? No, I think I go first because since I'm now considered dog do on the show, I mean, people don't even mention my name anymore. It's like, just put anyone in there to do the show with them. Bishop, we love you. I mean, it's just a joke. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, um, now you know how I felt about three weeks ago. I mean, I just. When you were 15 and five and I was, I don't know, six and If there 11. was a gate on this balcony, the way I feel doing this, if there was a gate, I would just open it and just do this. Look. <laughs> um, I am going to do the over. Five and a half Houston Astros team total uh, for the game. Over five and a half runs. That is a fatty, people. I think you get plus money on that. Maybe plus you do 105. Get, yep, you get plus 105 over team total for the game, not first five innings, for the game over team total Houston Astros five and a half runs. I love it. Valdez is pitching for Houston. And yeah, but I don't care about that. I care about poopy pants on the other side. Logue, whoever Logue is, is pitching. Right. Broke. Well, he's going to get pummeled today because Houston a, can flat hit it. Four oh five start. So well, no, just so it. just so you know, no one's paying attention to that pick. No one will play it. They'll all play yours. So let's give people what they want. The you hottest handicapper in the country. Of course, you have to play mine right now. Um, all right, I got two. I got a total and a run line. I'm going to stick with the Braves on the run line. It's still. Small minus money, minus 125, but the Nats are just dead, and they're not even in the Braves class. And I just talked about the Braves' last 35 games. They're just white hot, um, and they're still creeping on the Mets. They're two and a half back. So, you know, this is a big game. Every game's big, trying to catch them before the All-Star break. And Kyle Wright's pitching for Atlanta, 2-9-4 ERA, nine wins. He's, if he's not their best pitcher, he's pretty close. So I like them. Corbin pitching for the Nats, and he's had a couple decent starts over his last two weeks, but this is a real deal lineup. So I'll take the Braves' run line minus the one and a half, and I'm going to go under the eight in the Dodgers-Cubs. The reason I'm doing that is if you look at the Dodgers' total scores in the last 25 games, they've only played seven overs. They just aren't scoring a lot of runs. They struggle to get to five runs but they're not giving up runs either. They've opened up a six-game lead in the West. Kershaw going uh, for the Dodgers. So I'll go under the eight in the Dodgers-Cubs game and run line the Braves all day long. Also five over five and a half runs for Houston. And just a quick note, tomorrow the plays will come. I, it's one of the few tweets that I – because I always do the tweeting of the plays because you're not going to do that. So I will tweet the plays tomorrow after tomorrow's show. Uh, but other than that, you're manning it. I'm going to have to send people in the neck when I get back home, my Twitter handle and see if I, if one person wants to come over, just one, does anyone want to come over? Probably not. 
Don't but get jealous. It's all right. I'm Give not, Ricky. Um, all right, back tomorrow. Uh, yep. Like I said, plays for Sunday will be tweeted out. Good luck today. Peace. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out five.